0: It's time for VidPow Tube Talk, everyone's favorite podcast for video marketing tips. Brought to you by VidPow, your video marketing team. Hey, everybody. This is Jeremy Vest from vidpow.com. Today, Dave, the amazing Dane Golden. How's it going?
1: Hey, what's up, Jeremy?
0: Dane, you uh, told me what topic we're going to be talking about today. What are <laughs> we talking about today?
1: Well, we're talking about you, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> that should be every day. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so I emailed you with uh, my suggestion of the topic today, and and here's the thing: is most people, I mean, they've they've heard us on this podcast, and they don't necessarily go to all the conferences we go to, um, VidPal, Vid Summit, etc. But I, you've seen me, right? I know you. I've talked to you a lot. I am always in the first or second row anytime you speak, anytime one of our friends speak. I want to get every kernel. Uh, am I wrong about this? Do you see me in the front asking questions?
0: Oh, absolutely. I appreciate it. You're like the it's like my mom and then you are next to her.
1: except, <laughs> except I'm using this for business <laughs> um, and so and and I, I so I really do take to heart everything you say, and I've been particularly interested in your idea of saying. There are times, even though we optimize videos and back catalogs and future videos for a living, there are times you should not optimize a video under any circumstances. And I've never heard anyone else say this. But, but importantly, the first question I want you to ask, ask you about is titles. When should you not change the title of an old YouTube video that um, has been on a channel for a while? So to start this um,
0: conversation, and thank you for the kind words, Dane. Likewise, I'm your biggest fan. Um, (laughs) So to start this conversation off, VidPal, we have over a billion organic views for our customers. And most of the time, because I'm kind of known for optimization techniques on YouTube – uh, customers come to us with the idea that they want us to re-optimize or optimize their older content as they're making new content. You know, we'll optimize that as well. So I have about four, five years of optimizing old content. So a lot of the things I'm going to be explaining to you guys is from a lot of experience. Um, one thing we f- we found out real quickly about three or four years ago is if you have a video that has a lot of search and organic viability, you know, people are, are finding it through suggested videos, they're finding it through search, um, and you change the title, you can change anything else. You can change the tags, the description, you can change what playlist it's in, you can change the thumbnail. Um, but if you change the title it seems to reset completely the ranking of that video. so Not
1: in a good way, necessarily. Not
0: in a good way at all. So, for example, the biggest blunder I ever did was with a video with 32 million organic views. (laughs) We uh, changed the title. Why not make it better? Yeah, we can always make it better, right? 32 million views is for suckers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, And immediately it lost 92% of its views on a daily basis for 6 months um it did end up coming back up in the rankings but it never landed where it was before and if you think about this just from a common sense perspective youtube you know youtube is serving videos based on recommendations how long people watch stuff how much they engage with it, and hundreds of other things we have no idea about, so they are generating um, people to see your videos based on ranking algorithms. If you all of a sudden change what your videos titled, they seem to reshuffle where your video ranks altogether
1: um, so that
0: I would I would say based if, on
1: only based on only new data essentially
0: exactly or they're just like hey what do we do with this thing now it's something else it's not the same um, and like I said we we've definitely done tons of, of multivariate tests on this and
1: so we're ta- I'm sorry to interrupt you but now you get paid for optimizing back catalogs of videos right yes I get paid for doing the same thing. You're saying that even if I change one character in a title of a video that's doing super awesome over a period of time, it can really harm the whole video permanently.
0: And I'm saying that it's 70 to 80% from within 48 hours, you're going to lose 70 to 80% of your daily activity and views on that video. It could be. That's incredible. You literally could just put a dot or a period or a comma, it doesn't matter what the change is. It can be very minute. Um, doesn't matter.
1: And, and basically what you're saying is, I want to go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, I want to go out of business change.
0: A couple of other weird things we've seen. So even, in- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. even if you instantly changed it back. I don't know about that because I haven't been brave enough to try it on a okay, but, big video. You
1: changed it back, like, with that other video. Did you change it back to the original?
0: Yeah. It, it, we didn't do it instantly, but it, it still it didn't matter. The damage had already been done. Um, six months later, the video bounced back up, but it never got to where it was.
1: It uh, took six months.
0: Yeah. Now, that, that time changes a lot. I've seen one month. I've seen four months. Um, A couple of other interesting things. One of our customers unlisted like 100 videos last Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. The whole channel, the views for the whole channel died by about 70%. Mm -hmm. Um, We put them back live, and the channel immediately came back up. Um, Another...
1: I'm sorry to interrupt you again. Sure, sure. But what about... If the videos are out of date, no one wants them anymore. They're, they're they have wrong information. Even so,
0: I mean the what we're finding is you can't change a huge chunk of your library at one time. So mm-hmm. let's say you wanted to unoptimize and not have older videos appear, you would want to definitely. Um, Change the titles and things, but only do a few a day. You don't want to go change a hundred videos. Mm-hmm. And why would you want to unoptimize something? Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest reason is if people aren't watching much of the video, they're not engaging with the video or it's old content, you probably don't actually want people to find that video.
1: You don't. So you're saying you don't want it to take it down, right. but the active. Of- but in this case, the act of actually changing the title to something less helpful is a good thing.
0: Absolutely, because that's th-
1: that's so ironic.
0: <laughs> um, so the reason you don't want to take it down is when you unlist or make private or delete a video on YouTube, the social engagement, likes, comments, unlikes, you know, shares, um, and views disappear from your channel. So you want to keep, most of the time, you want to keep that content up. Um, The trick would be to unoptimize it so that it's not showing up organically. It doesn't have a great thumbnail. It's not in playlists. Um, It doesn't relate in suggested videos because it doesn't have the same metadata as the other ones, and... um, you put cards and in-screen annotations to the other videos um, that are newer or that have replaced that one.
1: Mm -hmm. So, So what if it's a bad video and it's doing bad, still take it off, don't take it off? I think it's
0: relative to how much the video, how many views, likes, comments, engagement, the video has, mm-hmm. if it if it doesn't have any views and it doesn't have much social engagement, I mean, removing it, deleting it, unlisting it, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, never remove a big chunk of your library at one time. Mm-hmm. For some reason, we've seen some very extreme cases of of the channel dipping and doing weird stuff and and doing mm-hmm. bad. So. The biggest thing I want to tell everyone is, whether you're, whatever you're doing on your channel, don't make huge changes to a lot of the library in one day or one week. Mm-hmm. Spread mm-hmm. it out. Um,
1: five, one a video a day over over a period of time,
0: or or if you have three hundred videos, you know, three or five videos a day is probably okay. But mm-hmm. if you have five hundred videos and you change one hundred in a week, mm-hmm. that's what, 20% change in your library. Mm -hmm. It's my experience that weird and negative stuff happens when you make a huge, huge jump and change in your library quickly.
1: That's super important to know for people like us and and who are listening. But I I wanted to ask you another question, And, and that is you've often said if a video sucks, don't optimize it. If it's a bad video... Don't optimize it. Isn't that true? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why? And, Why wouldn't you want people, more people to see it? Well,
0: the basically, the way the algorithm starts, as far as we know, is all about watch time. So views, average view duration, session starts, session duration, session ends, upload frequency, there's a lot of parts of the algorithm on how people watch and consume your videos and other videos um and if that's the baseline core of how the algorithm works then if people aren't watching and consuming much of your video or leaving youtube altogether because your video is so bad um it's literally like putting a uh you know a wrench in the sprocket. It's going to completely mess up your chances to have a great channel.
1: Um, So that's a good point. You know, if, 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 if you optimize and then it bubbles to the top and someone says, Oh, there's a new video or it's, it's new to me and they watch it and then they watch it for about 10 seconds and they go, this is a terrible video that doesn't just reflect bad on that video. It reflects bad on your own, badly on your whole channel. Well, that's a lot of people argue with me on that.
0: A lot of people say a video is separate than your other videos on your channel. I have a lot of multivariant tests that prove that different for me. Um, But it's my humble opinion that if you have a YouTube channel, and you know forty five percent of your content's bad and fifty five percent of your content's good um there's some type of correlation there
1: well it, i as I understand it from your research and Matt Geelan's research and other other folks' research and and what YouTube says is that it it really is uh YouTube really promotes channels and not videos and and the video is only evidence of a channel being promoted and, and, and I would make for the audience, I'd make this type of sort of um, example. If you go to a restaurant and you have a bad meal, um, you will say that restaurant is not a good restaurant. They may Every other meal they make may be a good one, but you had one meal and so you're not going back and it's sort of the same with the YouTube algorithm, wouldn't you say?
0: I would, definitely. Um, I think that, you know, people, if you're not getting a lot of subscribers and a lot of engagement, you're not connecting to either the right people, like the right people aren't finding your content, or you're not making the right content. If you have, um, yeah, if I go to my favorite restaurant and I get food poisoning twice, that's not my favorite restaurant anymore. I'm I'm out forever, you know. We'll never
1: go back. They may have some non-poisonous food, but you don't want to try it.
0: <laughs> and there's a really, really big gaming YouTuber that's experiencing a lot of those those type of things right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we work with a lot of brands. Brands aren't a human. You know, it's not an actual person. When you're a... 17-year-old beauty blogger and you talk about makeup and your, your personal experiences with the makeup and who you are as a person and people connect with you, you know, almost at a subconscious level where they feel like they know you and they go through the journeys and trials of your life together and it's, you know, it's a little creepy. But the difference between a YouTuber and a brand is extreme. Um, people can connect to YouTubers. People can't connect to a brand. That's why amazing companies like GoPro and Red Bull and, and a lot of other companies have found other ways to connect with their audiences through extreme sports and all kinds of other types of content. Um, so the challenge with a brand, for example, there is a lot of content that brands put out that aren't, isn't necessarily a good thing to put on YouTube. Uh, yep. But they have to have it because their technical support people need to sh- send it to someone or, you know, there's just YouTube becomes becomes a repository in these big organizations. And, yeah, optimizing that content um, is, is could be absolutely devastating. <laughs> Uh, for now, people's experiences, normal people's now, experiences.
1: Now, there was another thing you were talking about with deep learning AI, and I I don't understand any of what that means, but why is that important in that this discussion?
0: So I am going to pretend to know a little bit about this. I'm going to break it down real simple. Um, it's, it's a little above my head. Um, but essentially, as Matt has pointed out recently in his really amazing article you should check it out um is google put out this study um it's called the deep neutral networks for youtube recommendation study it's (laughs) a real fun time uh you're (laughs) not going to be bored at all reading this (laughs) but what's interesting about this study and what's really amazing is for the first time in many years we actually get a dive into how the YouTube recommendations engine works. And basically, there are two neutral networks. There's a candidate generation system and a ranking system. So these two networks choose who's going to watch your videos and how many people they're going to serve, how many views they're going to serve to your video before they even serve it, and then um, how your video is going to rank um, you know, in conjunction with the candidates, they're going to send that video.
1: How uh, how is this important to optimization?
0: So the the reason it's important is the the way it works. So basically, watch time and you know session duration, session ends, you know how people are watching videos, um, and their search history. So the candidates are basically saying, hey, people are watching this video for a long time. They're engaging with it. Um, and these people over here, that these viewers, they have watched similar videos in the past. This means they're a good candidate, candidate generation, to potentially watch your video. Your video is not going to rank or be shown to candidates if you don't have proper meta if your video is not watched very long or if you know you don't have a lot of engagement or velocity to it Mm -hmm. so the reason it's important is it just gives us a little deeper dive into how all this ai Uh, business works but basically think about it from a computer perspective if you think like a robot you're probably going to do better in youtube and essentially (laughs) Do people care about this video? Are they talking about it? Are they watching it? Um, is it related to the candidate's um, history of, of what they like to consume? Um, so, you know, when, when you really think about it like this, it's just a lot of common sense things. Right.
1: And you're, and you're speaking about this coming up soon.
0: Um, I am speaking uh, at the Social Media Marketing World a conference in a few weeks mm-hmm. in San Diego. Um, mm-hmm. And we will be diving deep into this. More than anything, we're talking about um, discoverability optimization, but we have to talk about how the deep learning system works to, to get in there.
1: All right. So if you guys are in San Diego for the conference, this is a must-see the Jeremy Vest presentation. <laughs> You'll hear more about this. And um, I think we I think we covered some good ground, Jeremy, huh? And and Jeremy, how can people find you? They can find me at Jeremy at vidpal.com or vidpalbam
0: bam everywhere.
1: Vidpalbam! bam! And, and hey, I'm, how can people find you? Hey, Dan. And I'm com. Dane Golden from Hey.com. Until next week, keep talking to
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Tube Talk. Want to help grow Tube Talk? Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Questions? Comments? Email them to us at talk at vidpow.com.